The Fringe is up and it's about as is this man. His show will illuminate plays until March the 5th in the Garden of Unearthly Delights. But he's coming early this morning, Will Anderson. Thank you for having me on a Monday morning. It's my day off, but I came in regardless. Oh, I love you for it. Exactly. Yeah. I would do it for nobody else. Uh, thank you so Please much. don't check my media schedule. <laughs> <laughs> now, actually, while you're in yes. here, because I asked and I put it out there, I'd love an alternate view because we're talking about Roald Dahl and yes. how they have edited these classic mm-hmm. books. Like, So, for example, you know, Mrs. Trunchbull, great horsey face has been changed to just face. Yep. And the Oompa Loompas in general neutral language, they're small people, not small mm. little men. Augustus Gloop is no longer fat. He's just... He's enormous. He? Enormous. Yeah, that doesn't seem better, to be honest. <laughs> if somebody was going to describe me as either fat, a little bit fat, or a little bit enormous, I'd actually rather go with being a little bit fat. Like, if you came back from pre-season and they said, you're a little fat, yeah. versus you're enormous. <laughs> you can work on a little bit fat. You can't work on enormous if no, you're a footy player. I think, that, I think if they are going to go back and re-edit it, I'd just want to put an N in his first name, so it's Ronald, and we could all understand what is going on. But I think, here's, here is my counterpoint to that. Like, okay. as a comedian, I see language change all the time. Yep. And there are certainly things that I would have said 20 years ago, 30 years ago that I would not say in my act now. And as a comedian, because I work live, I get the opportunity to update my language and the way that I talk about things. But authors, they write it down and it's like that forever. So society changes and then something that wasn't outdated at the time can seem really up- outdated now. You read these books and you think, oh, he's an old-fashioned person when he wasn't. He was just writing in the in language the of the time. So does it ruin those books? Like, I mean... Yeah, Willy Wonka, for example. Like, I never was like, you know what my favourite thing about this? That the Oompa Loompas are men. (laughs) Your favourite thing about Willy Wonka is the fact that the Oompa Loompas were men and not... Like, they're little orange people. You're like, yeah, but they've got penises, right? Because otherwise I can't enjoy this story. It's relatable to me. I can't enjoy this story about a creepy old man who keeps them as slaves, getting a whole bunch of kids to come to his wonder factory so he can murder them off one by one. I can't enjoy that if the Oompa Loompas are gender neutral. So... I mean, that's where my life is, just orange penises. Tiny <laughs> little orange ones like Donald Trump on the sex tape. So, <laughs> I think that as long as it isn't substantially changing the story anyway, if you take out these things, if you put in some reference that, you know, the, like the witches are, are, have bald heads but it's okay to be bald, I think that's kind of a positive message for the kids. It doesn't it really change the story Does anymore. It- and if I was the author... And I mean, the Dull Estate have said, we like this because it makes the books more inclusive to people. If, if it was me, if I was the person who wrote those things, I wouldn't be there going, no, I want it to be exactly like what I thought it was 30 years ago. I'd be like, I'd love it to reflect the way I look and talk mm. about the world now. That would be my counterpoint. But is there not also that part where, if you're talking about the witches, mm. right, you know, and that they're bald and yes. everything, that that is part of the grossness of them. Not necessarily that people who are bald are gross, but mm. that is the way that he is intertwined that into being so shocking for you know one of the little kids yeah you know absolutely I mean? but I do think there is a difference between, between saying exactly what you've said which is that they are gross in this occasion this is what All we're right. trying to say versus being bald is gross right, so you've just basically made me prove your point yeah. Well done, Will Anderson. Anyway, All right, we'll see you. No, thank the you for Will coming Anderson in. Show. <laughs> <laughs> Stick around. We're going to talk about Illuminate next. So you had your first show last night at the Fringe and the Garden of Unearthly Little Lights. All good? It's, yeah, it's going well. It's always nice to be in Adelaide. Uh, I had a woman in the front row. This is what I love the most is I had a woman in the front row. She was a mother-in-law and uh, she, her family are here now. Her son married like a girl from here and like they, they live in Adelaide and she comes over from England every year to visit and I said how many times have you been to Adelaide and she said seven times and I said how long do you stay for when you're in Adelaide and she said a month at a time and I said 
what month have you been here? She goes, March, every time. And I'm like, <laughs> you have the weirdest idea about what this city is like. Like, this city has been on its best behaviour for you for seven months. You're like, you should go to Adelaide. It's the most exciting place on it's earth. Happening. They just, like, there's 19 things that all happen at the same time. She's had seven months of non-stop fun. She doesn't realise you just hibernate for the other <laughs> Exactly, and recover. So I took my mum last night, 76-year-old mumsy, uh, to her very first Fringe oh, last what, night. What did you go and see? We went and saw Velvet Rewind. She rewired oh, yes. with Marsha Hines because mm-hmm. I didn't know what to send Perfect. her to. Yeah. yeah, I didn't, and I didn't want to be caught sitting next to her if someone's boobs or came out or it got mm-hmm. a bit raunchy because that's just a whole heap of awkward I'm not ready for. <laughs> and so I thought Marsha Hines. You not had the talk safe. with your mother yet. <laughs> <laughs> She's down from Queensland. I'm like, Come on, let's go. She generally. I think your mum knows what that stuff no, is. No, no, if, she she know, if she didn't know what it was, you wouldn't be here. That's <laughs> all the facts of that. Well, I reckon she knows that you know too because you've got a few children yeah. running around. No, well, ours came in a dish. I told yeah. you about that. And she's only ever had sex twice, and that was me and my brother. You know that. You know that. When you say a dish, is it one of those healthy menu things? <laughs> once a month? Is that yeah. how it works? It was the one nighter who took me out and fired me with wine. <laughs> um, no, so she came out of Bill uh-huh. and she was honestly puffed. She was genuinely oh. puffed mm-hmm. because she was writing every sort of song and lights and roller skating and all this and then, you know, some trapeze artist was doing something absolutely wonderful. Well, where's his mum? Well, what happens if something happens? He's going to die. I'll be there. Where's his mum? Like, it was just such a mumsy thing to go and do. Yeah, yeah, I, I love the idea that your mum thinks that they kill off like a, someone <laughs> on a tricycle every third night. Where's his mum? Is she here for the funeral? I'm coming back on Tuesday for the funeral. Is it half price funerals on Tuesday? I'm coming back. Squid Games would be a good show. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, well, you've been playing... Festival since ninety seven. Yes. How old are you? Yeah. No. I was five. I could yeah. have gone to your first one. Do, do you get coming up with content yes. every single year? Where does this come from? Well, I have a hideous mortgage and no other skills. <laughs> <laughs> Where does it come from for you? Desperation. I sit here every morning and I go, and I can't build it. Yeah, what can I talk about? <laughs> it's just it's just so many shows that you've had you've come through. So you stand there last night, your opening show, right? Yeah. And you've got a bit of an idea what you want to talk about, but like. Are you, ch- are you changing on the fly? Okay. Oh, yeah, all the time is what I will say. Like Sometimes it's just like just about opening up your imagination. I'm doing a show in Brunswick Heads in New South Wales like last Wednesday, right? And like I'm talking to some people in the front row and they, I say, what do you do for a living? And they say, we clean holiday accommodation. Quite a common job up in Byron Bay yeah, part of yeah. the world. And sometimes you're like, okay, well, I don't know if I've got anything about that. That's my joke. So I ask a question. Sometimes you just ask a question. I say, what's the weirdest thing? that you've ever like had left there that you found after somebody's day and they said well that's amazing just last week we found a blindfold lube and a butt plug oh and I said well do you put that in lost and found (laughs) do you follow up and say I think you've left something here because I guess you're not going to like sell it on the second hand market I suppose it's not something you can pass on and that's exactly why I didn't take my mum to that show (laughs) because you just had that weekend in Byron Bay stop it Anderson, the show is Illuminate, playing all the way to March 5th in the Garden of Unearthly Delights. He is a legend. Go and see him. You can get tickets online now at adelaidefringe.com.au. As always, Will Anderson, thank you so very much. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.